Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And then Verstappen coming out, you know, after the practices and qualifying saying actually we're a lot slower than we thought we would be. We didn't, we didn't think it'd be this bad. Listen, some of the overtakes on Red Bull, Hamilton going past him, brought back good good times. Even Leclerc was unlucky with the, with the pit stop because they double stacked and they actually did a really good job. Good morning and welcome to the On Track GP podcast. It's myself and Matisse here. We're going to be talking about the Singapore Grand Prix. And mm. it was quite possibly the best Grand Prix we've had all yes. season. Of course, the one that we're not there for the, the watch along. The one that we're not here for. Joe's not there either. Nope. I'm looking for his reactions everywhere online. I can't find him. He's gone Do missing. You know what I mean? He's gone missing. We're under the lights. Feeling very doled up. Yeah. <laughs> and we missed the, the greatest Grand Prix of the, the season. I but. Know. Listen, when I watched it back, it was it was unbelievable. It was just as good as everybody said it was. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to talking about it. Uh, it was Sergio Perez's 250th race start in uh, F1. <laughs> Not the best weekend for Red Bull. No, and thankfully, because now we got a great race. I said to you, you know, we need to see at some point this season, one of these races where carnage happens. And I didn't think it would be this one. I know Red Bull before the race and we were talking about in the preview, they were saying, oh, we might not be as quick as we we, we should be. And then Verstappen coming out, you know, after the practices and qualifying saying actually we're a lot slower than we thought we would mm. be. We didn't, we didn't think it'd be this bad. Um, but it was, it was a really, really bad day for Red Bull. But listen, they've won every single race. We needed one race like this. There's always one. I remember Monza before with Gasly. There's always one race where, you know, there can be some sort of... Um, unpredictability so this was it and I'm just savoring it because I know that we may not get another one this season so because the way that they're responding after the race they're saying listen you had your fun you've had your race we are absolutely fuming Christian Horner Verstappen everyone we will be back so mm. I, I do believe them so I'm going to enjoy I'm going to take all of this and enjoy it <laughs> no I think we can take it I mean obviously for me a poor weekend you know unexpected I think when you've been so blessed and spoiled with yeah. having a season where you know you've won 10 in a row and <laughs> Max is just dominated and ultimately you could have wrapped up the whole championship really this weekend yeah it does come as a shock when the car is always so reliable um and obviously you know Max in particular as a driver as well so yeah. we don't really know what the problem was I mean there's been speculation that maybe it's the new rules and regs that came in mm. uh this weekend but Christian Horner was kind of 
quick to rubbish that. Yeah. Um, just saying it was something to do with the traction um, rather than the new technical directive. We, we would need more races to say that that's definitely the problem. Like mm. one race in isolation, we can't really pinpoint anything. Well, I can't anyway. Um, going into this race, there was no real weaknesses in that Red Bull car. Um, so I, I definitely will need a few more races of underperformance from them to be like, okay, now it's 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 potentially that. Um, but yeah, listen, some of the overtakes on Red Bull, Hamilton going past him, brought back good good times. Lando, everybody overtakes with some great water racing. Do you think there was a bit of strategy that m might have cost them yesterday as well? I mean, obviously people were pitted. Yeah. They chose to stay out yeah. on those tyres. And ultimately you could kind of see once they were all getting overtaken. And mm. I was watching it in disbelief, looking at Max being <laughs> like, I'm, I, it's very rare I see Max yeah. ever be overtaken. And I was just like, oh my God, what is happening here? I mean... For me, no, because I feel like they didn't. They knew they didn't have the pace, so they went with a different strategy. They tried to stay out there, and if there was a red flag, if there was, and sometimes there is quite often crashes at the circuit. So if there, we saw, saw a few DNFs. If there was, you know, a red flag or, or a safety car, then they would have taken advantage of that, put themselves up higher in the grid, and they might have capitalized on on a situation. So I think they were just looking for something. I think they did end up pitting um, just before a, a safety car came out for <clears throat> for Ocon, I think it was. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it was Ocon that, that kind of DNF'd on his birthday, which I couldn't, couldn't believe her okay. when I heard that uh, 27th birthday. Not not the best way to celebrate. Birthday. Yeah. Um, and they had pitted just before that, so they missed that kind of potential window. So I think they were just opportunistic. Um, and if they don't have the pace, then ugh, there's no point pitting at the same time as everybody else. You've got to try something different. So it just it just didn't work out for them in the end. The, the pace difference was insane. Just some of the cars, you know, seeing a Merc go past them at the speed. I was well, just seeing like, a Ferrari and a Merc Yeah, I was like, them. what? And this? a McLaren. <laughs> I thought I was going back in time. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't really make no sense. So. It's so bizarre. <laughs> but uh, they did end up uh, with Max in uh, P5 and Sergio yeah, not, in P8. So it's not too bad. It's not too bad. No. Obviously, I think it's just where the, the standards yeah. of Red Bull are. You know, yeah. that is a really poor weekend for them yeah. but I think by most standards if you know neither of them got out of Q2 in qualifying and exactly. they had a pretty disastrous weekend so for Max to even finish P5 yeah. um, is not too bad at mm. all yeah. um, shall we have a quick uh, <laughs> talk about Ferrari because mm. I don't think any of us saw that coming no you know they had a good race in Monza and Science's one lap pace has been Science getting has been a lot decent. better yeah and in the preview I just couldn't I couldn't commit because I said it's Ferrari they always find a way to make things go pear-shaped. So I need to see more, you know, races back-to-back -back before I say, oh, Ferrari are going to be on the podium. And they absolutely smashed it. Mm. Absolutely smashed it. Even Leclerc was unlucky with the with the pit stop because they double stacked and they actually did a really good job. I was yeah. looking at that double stack and I was like, they are going to mess this I was up. Because usually when you see a Ferrari double stack, it's like, no. <laughs> no, no, you can't no, even, no, no. you can't even do one pit stop. Like, don't even, one, don't try and do double. Yeah. yeah. You're going to come out with three tires. You're going to come out with a wet and, and three softs or whatever. So when I saw the double stack, I said, there's no way this is going to go well. And they did it. They, the pit crew smashed it, but unfortunately they got caught up in traffic um, and they had to let a few cars go past. And it just completely derailed uh, Leclerc's race from that point onwards. But science to lead, and this is where I've always had a question with science, can he handle the pressure? Can he lead a race and, and, and finish off a job? And he was unbelievable. Mm. His drive was perfect. Um, the, what he did at the end for Lando, I was shocked. No, I love it. But I loved it. Yeah, I did. I as much it. as I, you know, I wanted some overtaking and I wanted some back and forth because it was a four-way fight. And I was like, this is, we're only going to see this once. 
um, probably this season. So I was really lapping it up. And I obviously the Mercedes won fresher tyres and I thought, oh, maybe we could get back in here. But what he did for Lando to keep him in, you know, a second's range yeah. and allow him to just get that tail and just... It oh, was Lando. Just, it I was mean, just, anyone who saw them on Instagram, they yeah. would shared posts. And obviously they've known each other for ages. They love each other. Yeah, love each other. So it, it was a very brotherly moment. It was. Um, it was nice. The bromance I was yeah. absolutely here for. Obviously yeah. we both really like McLaren as well. Yeah. So it was a brilliant day for Lando. Yeah. But Carlos Sainz, we have been critical of him in the past mm. and I think we've heaped a lot more praise maybe on Leclerc just naturally. Mm. But... I think actually over the two of them, Sainz is having a better season than Leclerc. You could argue. You could argue. I think it's difficult with Ferrari because I had such high expectations a couple of years ago for them to be challenging Red Bull and they started off so quick and they had that speed and they just obviously had their, their engine issues and whatnot and you know their strategy. But I expected them to kick on and because they haven't, it feels like everybody's underperforming. Mm. Um, but yeah, listen, Sainz, what a win. Monza was good for him as well. So yeah. let's see if they can carry this on. I really can't wait to see Joe next. Because I need him to have the same celebration energy when I see him next. He's been crying for this. He, he so, wanted a win. I have to say, that jacket has gone through a lot this season. It he, has. he has been absolutely begging for a win all season. I'm He's finally got it. We weren't all on the sofa. Actually, yeah, yeah, yesterday. yeah. Like, the, like just the three of us <laughs> here to all like enjoy the moment. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you guys would have loved it because Red Bull were filling in the mud yesterday. Oh, I would have. I would have been doing knee slides. You would and have I, had a great weekend. Yeah. Overall, um, and we're going to talk about that. Ferrari Twitter as well. Shout out to them. They were really. Yeah, they and actually, that. you know, you have to. You have to give credit to Ferrari they've had a lot of sick from a strategic point of view from yeah. a car point of view driver point of view um, and I think since that summer break they've really turned it around and mm. I don't know what upgrades they have implemented finally but <laughs> those upgrades up. they seem to have worked haven't yeah, they yeah well I can't keep up with these upgrades everybody's trying to upgrade um, <laughs> the W14 everybody you. yeah literally <laughs> <laughs> so it's crazy but yeah what a performance, what a performance. it really was um, let's have a chat about Mercedes then because mm. it could have been an even more perfect weekend yeah. with George Russell. But what happened? <laughs> well, you know, it started early, them two fighting, because obviously Hamilton felt like Russell didn't give him any room. As big as a Hamilton fan as I am, I think I think Russell was fair. You know, he was he was on the racing line, he had the corner, and Hamilton needed to, you know, kind of drop off and, and sacrifice. And he didn't, went round the end, ran round the edges and um ended up having to give a couple of places back. So that's where the the rivalry was already, already building, um, and it was it was already showing that yes, there's a team game to be played, but these two really wanna they wanna you know get their own here, um, and yeah, I think listen, I think Mercedes you know they pitted well, they did their job, they stuck in there, they they got their fresher tires on, and it kind of Leclerc was a sitting duck, um, and then the rest of them were like you know they knew that they couldn't pit because Mercedes had built up such a a good um, advantage with that mm. pit stop that if they did pit they would have been behind them so i w i was starting to believe that maybe Mercedes would be able to get back and and maybe win because they they were just catching that catching them at a crazy speed but lap, i mean russell i mean just you're you're on the last lap last lap hamilton is putting you under a bit of pressure he's saying listen he needs to go faster push push you know, you need to go. Lando's there. Come on, do something, or give me the, give me the place. Um, they were never going to swap the two Mercs when when Russell's on a podium spot. That's just not fair, um, in my opinion, anyway. Yeah, so no, no, no. And it's not like as if it, you know, it's not like as if anybody overtake there it was. It was difficult um, because of what science was doing. But for him to just go off, you know, straight down the, the escape road. Um, on the last lap is, is heartbreaking. And yeah, I didn't even hear his team radio and I haven't watched his, his post-race interview because I just know he's, he's, he's broken. And it's a shame because they, they had good races. You know, they, they finally performed um, in that Merc. They've been so up and down, so unpredictable. And, 
you know, I've not been able to, to really see any consistency, but this was a really good race for them. So it's a shame because now they're only getting nowhere near the points they should be. They needed these points. Yeah. To be definitely invaluable needed to the both, team. both drivers to, yeah. to be in the points. Fight for second. Um, Russell did say it was absolute heartbreak. He said he absolutely was lost for words yeah. after after we mentioned clipping the wall at turn 10, uh, which in turn broke the rear suspension and sent him to the barriers and out mm. of race. Yeah. Um, and the funniest thing is that Lando had done the exact same thing just before him, <laughs> but managed to get away with it. Yeah somehow you know it's just one of those things it's either your weekend or it's not your weekend mm, mm. but it was a good weekend for Lewis Hamilton who finished in P3 yeah, yeah so some nice overtakes not really. all doom fun. and gloom from a Mercedes no no definitely not no, it was a fun race yeah it was and their their strategy was good I mean they had that twist strategy the, with the virtual safety car mm. um, you know they switched back to the medium tyres and I think that kind of allowed them to stay in front and try and challenge yeah. for that win oh, they timed it well yeah they absolutely did um McLaren, <laughs> I just I'm livery. Just livery. It look good. It's that livery <laughs> under the lights. It's livery um, FC. I loved it. Listen, I, I was I was happy for Piastri as well because he great was coming recovery. back from from far and he recovered the the, the, the points really well. Two great drivers. Like, yeah, I'm gonna say it. Like, really happy with that team because they are yeah. so. They really are. I mean, Oscar is in his first season yep. and he is having first time such, at Singapore such a brilliant rookie season and yep. obviously we were lucky enough to meet him a few weeks ago but yep. nice person great driver really good driver um, and I think they're a really good partnership him and Lando yeah it's a brilliant partnership there's a, there's a lot of longevity there and I hope that car does them I, f I hope that car does the the service it should for those that, those level of talent in terms of drivers because they are capable of, of challenging um, for podiums consistently and, and maybe and winning races as well. Whether they can get a world world title will really depend on the car. So really happy for them. Lando on the podium was brilliant to see as well. Um, it was it was very you know nip and tuck at the end. I was worried whether or not he was going to be able to to hold that second place, but he kept it. Um, and I'm always happy for Lando when he's when he's on the podium. Mm. So yeah, I was I was buzzing for McLaren. It's good to see them back. They're like yeah, consistently they back, there now. They? they are they are back hundred percent. Are we gonna let, let's say? I mean, I know we're looking ahead to I guess next season. More they though. look like yeah the Do strongest you think team. That they can. Well, what aside from Red Bull, are we just having saying Red yeah. Bull had an off weekend? Well, Red Bull, are, Red Bull, are, you know, Red Bull, they're they're a hundred percent. We don't foresee that these issues are going to. No, 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 no. Red Bull are, are always the team that you know I would be expecting next season so to out, be the strongest. Out of, but out of Ferrari, Mercedes, yeah. McLaren, who do you put? McLaren right now, they look, they Second. look, they look the strongest. Yeah, out of the group. Um, Aston Martin, you never know, because the massive jump up that they made this season, if they do that again, then who knows what that car is capable of. But at this current moment, McLaren look really solid. They look like the team that next season, yeah. you'd be looking at them as we looked at Ferrari a couple of years ago, where they could be going toe-to-toe -to -toe with Red Bull. And I would love that. Um, I'd love to see it. So, And that's where Perez would be under a lot more 100%. pressure. Because now you've got Piastri, who's very talented. He's had his rookie season, outperformed. He's now got some experience under his belt at these tracks because when we were speaking to him, yeah. it was, you know, first time in Singapore, first time here, first time there. He's got now his, his, his one race under his belt at these tracks. And, and this is a very difficult track as well. It's very, very difficult for the drivers. Um, it's a long race, so he did brilliantly. And yeah, for me, I, I think those two drivers as a pairing up against Max, if Checo's not up in his game, it well, could that, be it could be crazy. That's it. And we've said it all season that from a Red Bull perspective, because Max has been so good, mm. maybe it's kind of, even though we've, we've criticised Checo, it hasn't been as important as it would be if there was someone that is directly exactly. battling. No, no team this season has come anywhere near. I mean, the gap is nasty. The, yeah, the gap, the gap is, is huge. Is, is and huge. Even, even with this weekend. So I think it's so important mm. that for next season, yeah. and even for the rest of this season, that Checo starts to make sure that he is P2, P3 behind Keeping Max. Checo in check. He's got to be Perez Patrol.
And if you do, you know who's keeping Checo in check, it will be it will be Lando and, and, it and Oscar. Be Lando. <laughs> it will be Lando and Oscar. That, maybe that's what he needs because Max Max clearly. <laughs> again, I'm taking this weekend out. Of it oh, of course, hundred percent. This is this know, was we'll just a bit of fun. We'll say it's a one off. <laughs> we'll say it's a one off. Um, but yeah, I think that you know we all know that Max is super competent as a driver. His generational talent, and mm. I think that Checo is also a great driver, but just the drop-off has been too big. And I think if he is going to retain that seat and Red Bull are going to be dominant mm. for years to come, they have to have a pairing like mm. Mercedes had. Yeah. Like I say Checo is very good. Greatness, I'm going to save for, for the greats. Save it for the greats. <laughs> um, I'm just having a look here at Aston. Mm. Not a great weekend. No. P15. Yeah. And then Stroll as well, what happened Stroll, in qualifying. huge crash. I mean, yeah, thank goodness he I mean... was okay. <laughs> Um, that was a big crash. I, I I know that maybe we got a bit of ahead of ourselves with Aston, and I think that now we're looking we're we're you know back end of the season now mm. we're we're in that kind of final stretch. And if you think back, I'd say Aston were having a great time, but probably after maybe like six races, I'd mm. say the drop off really started. They they put a lot of <laughs> clearly a lot of investment and effort into the start of the season. Um, and they've not been able to follow it through. And, and I, this is their first time in these positions. Like mm. this is the first time they've they've been this competitive and at this part of the, the field. So there's a lot of learning curves here. And obviously they're the ones leading their their kind of upgrades. And, you know, they're not, they're not s supplied by anyone in terms of they're not feeding off any other team. And they're innovators like they're they're trying to lead the way so that that in itself is even more difficult so yeah i think i think for them <laughs> they were kind of like a mix between a mercedes and a red bull people were saying and whatnot yeah and it's just floating in between but I, i'm not really i'm not really too worried about them i think you know next season at the start we'll see what they've they've got in store again um from from the moment stroll was out in qualifying i mean that was that was already half half the 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 situation um, kind of ruined for them, and then Alonso was fighting with Alpines, and there was some there was some really good world to world racing. Yeah. Um, but again, yeah, just yeah, a lot. When Alonso's down there, you just have to think to yourself, what's going on with that yeah, with that car because he's too talented for that. I think we kind of just thought because of how good they started the season that we would see that car progress. Yeah, throughout, yeah. Mm. and we really thought it would be a battle between you know. Aston, Aston for, maybe McLaren. yeah for the top I, I think three at one point we weren't even talking about McLaren it was it was only yeah. kind of just before just around Silverstone time that we saw them get the upgrades that actually kind of elevated them to the level it's, they're it, at we thought it would be Aston it's, all, it's almost like Aston started and then they handed off the baton to McLaren yeah. and McLaren are going to run now and I'm just, I'm just a bit <laughs> disappointed because I think we got so excited maybe too overexcited mm. um, for Aston and like you say it is early stages yeah. um, of them being I guess competitive in that way but I think that I expected to see better upgrades than maybe we have done. Mm. Yeah, the Newcastle of F1. <laughs> yeah, the Newcastle. <laughs> They're new to more. this. <laughs> they need a little bit more. Uh, Alpine, uh, Pierre Gasly with a P6. Uh, not a happy birthday for Esteban Ocon, no. uh, who had a DNF. Yeah. Um, but credit to Gasly, P6. Yeah, big, not a bad big credit. Yeah, I mean, Gasly's more than capable of this. They've got, they got a very good driver lineup. So whenever there's... Like, like you see with Red Bull, I mean, we're going to get to it with, with you know, Liam Lawson and what, what he was able to accomplish as well. Whenever there's a race like this where, I mentioned Monza before, if there's someone that's or a couple of teams that are underperforming, Gasly's always ready to, to, to take a little bit of an advantage. And I think for me, uh, yeah, I think for Ocon, he showed some really good overtakes, which is right why I even feel even more sorry for him. I can't remember who it was, but he did a really, really good overtake in this race. I'm forgetting who it was over, but... Um, yeah, I just, I just, I just feel like they've because of Ocon, they could have, they could have done much better. They needed those points as well. It's yeah. another team that are in that midfield fight, and this was a really good chance to capitalise. And they, 
They've only taken that half of what they battle should have. Is, is so close. It's, it's really close. It year. was so close. There's no one that's been stand out because I feel that obviously Aston, as we said, had a great start. So they kind of pushed themselves up higher. Now yeah. we look at McLaren. They've kind of completely come out of that. Yeah. And we're talking about them closer to the top. But mm. when I'm just looking at this, it's, it's so funny because we had one car that never raced, which was Lance Stroll. And we yeah. had four DNFs. So that put Alonso at the complete back of the grid yeah. in the Aston. And that was George Russell with the DNF, Valtteri Bottas, Esteban Ocon, and Yuki Tsunoda. Yeah. So there was actually only 15 cars racing. Yeah. Um, crazy to have so with many a, DNFs. With ni 19 starting, so what, yeah. What do you think all these DNFs... <sighs> This track, <laughs> this track is 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 not easy. I've I've seen so many crashes on this track. It's it's a street circuit, so it, it it's it's almost suffocating. Like at times, in some of those corners, they're so tight, and those 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 sideboards are just they're just they're just staring you right in, mm. in the mirror, and you're going at such speed, and any minor little game, mistake, yeah. and it's just the race is over for you. If you if you if you clip the wrong board, you're done. So. And yeah, I think I think some of them as well. Maybe some. I mean, for Russell, his tires and you know there was some wear and tear there. So yeah, for some of them they were unlucky, and some of them just. I mean, you know, Sergeant as well. It's just yeah, it's it's rough. It's not an easy track. It's not an easy track at all. Uh, Liam Lawson with Alpha Tauri coming in P nine. Not mm. not bad at all. <laughs> Unbelievable. Will Danny Rick get back? In? Unbelievable. <laughs> this is another rookie that I can be excited about. Yeah. I had Oscar. Um, Sergeant was like, yeah. DeVries was like, yeah. And then we've got. We've got Liam Lawson. I yeah. mean, to do this in, in your first race at Singapore is ridiculous. Yeah. It's just, that is a massive overachievement. And obviously, again, needed because Sonoda was was completely out of it. So, yeah, big. He's probably one of the most impressive drivers, I think, for, for what he's able been able to do. And he's massively impressed Red Bull. I think he, he went past Verstappen or knocked Verstappen out of qualifying. Yes, he did. Not which Verstappen. was hilarious. <laughs> I was not happy. It was hilarious. So the fact that he was able to do that and then obviously as well um, in the race um, managed to finish where he finished. I think Red Bull will be very impressed with that. So they'll be keeping an eye on him for sure. This is what I was saying. Like when Liam Lawson gets into this seat, Danny Rick's future is very like up in the air now that he's obviously injured, unfortunately, massively. because... Liam Lawson's really talented. I've heard, I've heard so much good things from from Richard and now I'm getting to see it and I'm, I'm very impressed. I'm very impressed. Yeah, it's not looking good for Danny Rick. I mean, Liam Lawson, Q3 and points for him in an Alpha Tauri. We all know that car is not the best. Mm. Um, it's his third Grand Prix that he's doing that. First <laughs> driver to score points in the second car this season. I mean, surely there has to be a spot on, for him on the grid in 2024. This is like, um, reminds me of the Alpine situation where they had Piastri, mm -hmm. but then they also had two drivers they liked as well. Um, do you, and, but do you leave? Do you leave Alpha Tauri unless it's to go to Red Bull? I don't know where Liam Lawson's head will be at. I think he'll want to be in Formula One next season. I'm sure it is the pinnacle of, of, mo of motorsport. Be happy to stay in Alpha Tauri. Oh yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think I think if you're Liam Lawson, you're just happy to be on the grid for sure. In your first season, even Verstappen, I think started at Toro Rosso and then he had to obviously yeah. go to to the Red Bull senior team. So I don't think there'll be any sort of. Um, overinflated ego there. I think, you, you you know, George as well started at Williams and went to Merck. So you're always kind of expected to start that feeder team and then go up. If you're Oscar, you're lucky. Sometimes you land at a McLaren and, and it all makes sense and, and then the car gets stronger. But most rookies will, will start in those feeder teams. Um, I think when it comes down to Liam Lawson, he's got to be on the grid in some, some way, shape or form. I don't really want to see him as a reserve driver. I want to see him on the grid. So someone's going to lose out here. It's, mm. a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's Verstappen, Perez, um, uh, Ricardo and and Sonoda someone someone's got to go <laughs> no, <I think laughs> for there's... me anyway or, or maybe he'll pick a new team maybe he'll go to a different team yeah but, maybe you know I think he'd probably want to stay in that red red bull umbrella considering how it's strong, a shame it's a real shame for Danny Rick it's a real shame Do you think it will be Danny Rick well, that, because, that loses I mean, out and goes back to reserve driver I'm not being funny but I mean he's been out I know it's not his fault what happened with with his hand but I think yeah. it's just 
circumstances. And Sonoda, I think Sonoda deserves 100% Would I like to see Danny Rick and Liam Lawson? Yes, I would. Because mm. I love Sonoda Danny deserves Rick. to be in that but, seat. But yeah, Yuki does a pretty decent job and he's really matured, I think, um, the last few years in that Alpha Tower. He's been unlucky the last couple He's become a bit more of a, of a leader, I think, mm. uh, since having a rookie there. I more think, longevity with him as well. Yeah, and like, let's say that Danny Rick's back and fighting fit for after Japan. I mean, what, what, what excuse is there to take out Liam Lawson, who's perform the whole time. I mean Liam Lawson will have to have to leave I guess once Rick uh, Danny Rick's fit just purely because he's he's contracted to be with AlphaTauri and to be driving for them but Liam Lawson would have made his his mark and people would have you know sat up and seen what he's yeah. done and he, there'll be shouts for him to be in um in, in, in next season yeah for sure be interesting definitely to see uh, Alex Albon uh finished P11 uh Logan Sargent P14 Another decent-ish day for the Williams. I mean, did we think there was an opportunity here to maybe get something in the top 10? For sure. I mean, especially for Albon, you know, we've seen him do it before. So when there's this many kind of incidences and issues on track, if there's only 15 cars racing, everybody should be looking to take something from that because you don't get many opportunities like that this season. Um, the most interesting thing with Williams was delivery. I loved it. Yeah, delivery was nice. <laughs> delivery looked really good. Um, so yeah, but yeah, for, for, for Williams, they'll see this as an opportunity missed, um, especially for Albon, Sergeant out as well. But... Yeah, not everybody can can crack that top ten. There's only there's only a few spaces there, um, yeah. and unfortunately they they weren't one of them. Yeah, well, someone who did get in the top ten was Kevin Magnuson of Haas. Mm. Uh, picked up a vital point uh, for yeah, for them vital. in their battle at the at the bottom end of the table. Um, Nico Hulkenberg uh, only managing P13, um, and Joe Guanyu sandwiched in there in. <laughs> P11. Oh, yeah. sorry, P12. P12. Yeah. Um, looking ahead, though, we have got Japan. It's mm. an early start for you next week uh, <laughs> while I sun it up on holiday. Uh, it's an early 5.30. Start. Yeah, uh, Suzuka circuit is going to be beautiful. Uh, it's only figure of eight circuit on the calendar. Mm. 5.30 is a rough one. Early morning. It's a rough one. And I have a feeling that things are probably going to return to normal as well. Um, but... I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. This this race has given us a little bit of hope where maybe, hopefully, um, issues will continue for Red Bull. But no, let's, I let's doubt. not wish that. Let's not wish <laughs> let's that. Wish that. Us, let's definitely please. do that. So Look rude. at the race we got when Red Bull finally had a had a few issues. We had the best race but of the season. But why can't you have that issue while Max is leading in front? No, by we, 13 exactly, seconds. Because no, that's not going to work. But we, that is. That was a four way fight at the end. We had overtakes. We had everything. We had. I'm convinced they just like they've just done it for like drive to survive. <laughs> like just give you one race where it's a bit more competitive. <laughs> do you think so? Yeah. You think they've had a word of Christian Horner like you? Turn the there. engines down or something. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> Um, obviously, Max last year secured his second world championship um, at this track. Um, and yeah. there was a lengthy delay also last year due to rain. We oh know that God. Japan in particular, <laughs> any uh, of these Asian circuits, there is always that issue yeah. with the weather. Yeah, um, I remember it now. Yeah, not not fun. We don't know, obviously, what's, what's going to be like. That better not happen this time. Honestly, don't even think what, about it. What do you it. think will happen if we get a mad rainstorm? I will cry. <laughs> I mean, if the race is... But you want an interesting race. I do, but I also want, the race, to, I want the race to start on time. <laughs> Especially at that time, I need the race to start oh, on time. So nice make a decision. If it's if it's raining heavily and it's not safe, shut it down. <laughs> I know people are going to be fuming right now yeah. listening to me. But honestly, um, yeah, I just hope that it's not too much rain because it is, it is notorious for this year it after really last is. year. So it's hopefully notorious. we just get... An, you know, no problem. Little dribble, dribble, but let's get the race underway and let's let's go racing. Keep it dry. Let's go racing, as they say. Let's go racing. Well, <laughs> Who I said mean, that, Abby? <laughs> I just hope. <laughs> I just hope that Red Bull Return. find out the issues. No, 
recover. Don't find out. No, no, no. We need to find out. The have issues. you seen the gap in the constructors and the, and the drivers? Why does it take a you week? You don't need to figure well, out anything. You're going to win. Why does it take a week for Red Bull to completely capitulate for whatever reason they did yeah. for other teams to be competitive? Why can't you just be competitive? This is the first time Mercedes has done anything in literally two seasons. It's the first time Ferrari has done anything in a season and a half. Why can't you be competitive and try and put some pressure on every other week? Man City. Put the pressure on. Same thing. Put the pressure on. Come on. Sometimes in F1, we need a change in the rules and regulations to stop a team like Red Bull from dominating. And I think now is the time. Well, time We will saw tell. this weekend that racing is much better when Red Bull are, are the way they are. <laughs> well, time will tell whether or not this has affected Red Bull, these new, these yeah, new technical I, I regulations. But as I said at the start of the, at the, start of the pod, Christian Horn was very quick to dismiss that. Yeah. But if they are not back to the Red Bull that we know... Mm we will have to start asking some serious questions. Mm. I mean, they, they spoke it into existence. The whole week, they were like, we're going to be so slow. We're going to be awful. But it's weird, isn't it? It's really <laughs> weird that it's, it's like they knew. That they knew. Yeah, they, they did. Knew. They did. I, I didn't believe them. I thought they were... I bluffing. thought they were just happy. Yeah, I thought they were bluffing with us. I thought, okay, you might be a few tenths slower. <laughs> whoop de doo mm. Do you know what I mean? You're still going to lead by what? 10 seconds to the 15. Um, but no, they, they clearly they clearly had issues. So, really? yeah. Um, Any... Bold predictions for Japan? Um, Lay it all out there. This is early, isn't it, for that? Um, let's see. I mean, I, I do think Red Bull will return to to, to their best um, form and dominate. But I think I think McLaren can continue this, really. I really but, do. do. And, and even P1? Ferrari. Um, hmm? for P1? P- P1? Mm, nah. <laughs> podiums. But we'll go for podiums for, for McLaren. For yeah, We'll go for podiums. I think Verstappen will still win the race and I think he'll be itching to, to, to get back in, oh, in front. I but so. I think McLaren, Ferrari now, I've got to give them some credit. You know, that's two races in a row. They've, they've improved themselves. So maybe they can continue this, this form as well. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, that's everything for this week. Mm. I look forward to hearing everything about Japan. <laughs> <laughs> next next, next Monday. <laughs> uh, so it just turns out that, I guess, you know, Red Bull can't be invincible, uh, but it was an amazing weekend if you were a Ferrari fan and a Mercedes fan. And of course... A Lando Norris fan. <laughs> exactly. Sports Social Podcast Network.